Shas Illuminated presents the following shir by Rabbi Avraham Shor. Meseches Chagiga has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Dovi Merenstein as a zchus for their children. Chagiga Davchof Aleph. The Mishnah ends off Ha'inen u'mechusik yipurim tzrichem tevila l'kodesh avaloi l'truma. Toysvis over here is medayik. Since it says a loshin tzrichem tevila l'kodesh, it sounds like you do not need hair of shemesh. That means that the special din that they told in Ainen or mechusik yipurim of course, after he already brought his carbon, because before he brings his carbon, it's also for him to eat kachim. And an oinin is a special halacha because we're talking about somebody who was not metamid lamesa. Yet chazal or misakin, a special din, that before they eat kachim, they have to go to the mikveh. It wasn't as if chazal were misakin over here that after they go to the mikveh, they have to wait until tzesekechavim. They just said that in order to eat kachim, you have to first go to the mikveh. And Toysus brings other riots to that effect, that this halacha in our Mishnah is only a din of tevila without hair of shemesh. Toysus, however, brings a kasha from the Ri. The Ri asks from the Gemara in Erevin, that says that an Isha who was Tameya with Tumas Leda or Ziva, she has to bring money and put it in the shoifer. They used to have shoiferes that contained all the money for karbonis. So she deposits her money in the shoifer, and the Gemara says over there that she's teveles v'echeles b'kodshim le'erev. She has to wait until nightfall. Why is this she have to wait until nightfall? We just said that a mechuzik yipurim, as soon as you bring the carbon, if she goes to the mikveh, then she could eat kodshim immediately. You don't need hair of shemesh. Toysvis answers that the reason why she has to wait until nightfall is a technical reason. Because we're talking about a woman who's not there to watch when the carbon is being brought for her. So by nightfall, she already could be sure that they brought her carbon already. And that's why at that point, she's allowed to eat kachim. But before that, she can't be sure that they brought the carbon for her. So therefore, it says twice, we could remain with our assumption that these people like Ainen, Umuchus, Kippurim, special Tumais, Mechudoshais, Midrabanan, the Rabbanan may have been Mesach and Tevilo, but they didn't require Herav Shemesh. Taisfis later on in the Taisfis says, Tama, don't wonder. The Amar Beper Kaitsiulai, the Gemarian Yuma, Daf Memzayan Amadalaf says, Gabi Rishmal ben Kimchis Kain Godol, Shesiper im Nachri Bishuk. He conversed with a Nachri in the Shuk, Vinitza, Tsinoira mi Piv, and some Roik shot out from the Nachri and touched Rishmal ben Kimchis Kain Godol. And therefore, since they were Mesakin, that Goyim have it in like a Zav, and the Roik of a Zav is Metame. So he was Noyik Tuma with himself, and his brother took over. Asks Toysfis, why did his brother have to take over? Let him go straight to the mikveh, and then immediately start doing the avoidah. After all, we just proved that a Tuma der does not require hair of Shemesh. You don't need nightfall. Toysfis and their kasha are obviously equating all Tumas der Since we see that Legabe, the Tuma, that the Rabbanan introduced, of the Oinin, and Mechusikipurim, after brings this carbon, that all you need is Tevila, not hair of Shemesh. So why... By the Tumad Rabbanan of the Roik of a Nachri, do we say that you do need hair of Shemesh? Toysfis is Mechalik in their Teretz. By saying, Yeshlam, Kivim the Chachamim Shavinu Lenachim Kizavim, Luchal Divrayim, Hichmiru Behen, Vietzrichu Hair of Shemesh. Meaning that whenever you have a Tumad, that's totally a Tumad Rabbanan. It's a complete rabbinic invention. It does not need hair of Shemesh. But if the Rabbanan, Pattern their din after an already existing din raisa, such as in the case of the roik of a goy, which they didn't just say that the roik of the goy is tome, they said that the roik of the goy is considered like it came from a zav. The goy himself has Allah of a zav. So there it follows all the gedarim of the din that they patterned their din after. And this is because there are two types of drabonans. As the Briskarov explains in Hilchas Chametzumatz over there, he's talking about the differences that we find between Chametz on Erev Pesach, which we know, Midairaisa, the Isser Chametz starts at Chatzois. 
at the end of six hours into the day. During the Shah Shishis, meaning from hour number five until hour number six, until Chatzais, there's an Isra Drabanan, and you get Makas Mardis. There's also an Isra Achila, the hour before that, the Shah Chamishis, from hour number four till hour number five. Then, if a person eats it, he does not get Makas Mardis. And there are other differences between the two. The Briskrav explains that the Yisoyed of the difference between these two hours is that from the Shah Chamishis until the Shah Shishis, the Rabbanan chose to make it Chametz Midivrehem. Chametz Midrabbanan. There is Chametz Minatayra, and the Rabbanan are Marchiv, they broaden the Isr Dairaisa, which doesn't start. Until the Chatzais, and they said Midrabanan, it starts an hour earlier. However, the hour before that is not even Chametz Midrabanan. And this has Nafkaminis, as he explains over there, Legabe, the din of Ibud Kachim. You're not allowed to burn the Chametz during the Shah Hamishis, because it's not yet Asr Be'isr Chefza. That's why he explains you get Makas Mardus for Chametz during the sixth hour. Because Chametz during the sixth hour, since it's Chametz Midrabanan, it's Gedarim follow the pattern of Chametz Midrabanan. Masha'enkain, the earlier hour, does, is not called Chomets Medivrehem, so there's no Makas Mardis, because its dinim do not follow the pattern of the Din Raisa. So you sometimes have a Din Darabonan which follows the pattern of a Din Raisa and, and gets all the Gedarm of that Din Raisa. And that's what Taisa is saying over here, that the Din Darabonan of the Reik of Anachri follows the pattern of all Zavim. Since he has a din of a zav medivrayim, so you need have a of shemesh if you touch that roik. Masha'enkain, the din of oinen umuchusiki purim is not a harchava of an already existing din raisa, and therefore it has its own gedarim. Now the Rash in Tyrus, Perik Alf, Mishnah Gimel, says a different chilik to answer Taisa's kasha. He says it's not a difference between when the Tumadur Abonan is patterned after a Dindai Raisa, or its complete rabbinic invention. Rather, he explains that there's a difference between when something is a Tumadur Abonan, even if that Tumah is not patterned after a Dindai Raisa, and something that belongs to the category of Mailois Durabonan. Sometimes Durabonan, instead of giving the person a Din Tumah, they required certain behavior. In Oynen and Mechusiki Purim learns the Rash, the Rabbanan did not say on him that he has Tumad Rabbanan. They said, go to the mikvah. That is a special Maila that before eating Kachim, they required Tvila. So that doesn't even mean that they were Metami the person with Rabbanan. However, if the Rabbanan are Metami the person, they say that there's Tumad Rabbanan, then you would need Herav Shemesh. And he says the way to determine whether it's a Maila Ba'alma or it's Tumad Rabbanan is whether it's Noyeg by Chulin as well. All of the Tumas Drabanan are things that are noyeg by chulin. Oynan and is a special din kachim. That, he says, is not really a Tumas Drabanan. It's a special maila. It's something they required you to do before partaking of kachim. So we have two possibilities in how to be mechalic between the case of Oynan and Purim and other Tumas Drabanan. According to Taisis, the chilik is that whenever they pattern their din after an already existing din dairaisa, it follows those gedarim. Masha'en came by a complete rabbinic invention. It has its own gedarim and does not necessarily need harav shemesh. According to the Rash, the distinction is one between when the Rabbanah were mesak and tumah and when they just said amayla. They didn't necessarily say that the person is tummy. They just required behavior. There you do not need harav shemesh. Now the Mikdash David in Similamates, Ois Gimel, gives a third way to be mechalic. Really, Tumas Durabanan require Herav Shemesh. But it all depends on what level of Tumah the person had before he went to the mikvah. 
If a person started off as a Rishon Latuma, which is usually what happens, because the only thing that can be Matame a person, generally speaking, is an Avatuma. So the person becomes a Rishon Latuma. When he goes into the mikveh, that changes him into a Shani Latuma. A Shani Latuma, of course, is Mutter in Chulin Meiser, because they cannot become a Shlishi. Masha'enken is also Betruma, because Truma can become a Shlishi. Once he has hair of Shemesh, he becomes Mutter Betruma, because the hair of Shemesh brings him down. Of course, he's still Aser Bekadshim, because Kadshim could become a Revi. After he brings his kapara, then he's totally tahar. So suppose the person started off before he went to the mikveh as a sheni latuma. Then it would stand to reason that going to the mikveh would bring him down to being a shlishi latuma. Because the mikveh obviously brings him down one notch. However, he says that the Rambam in Hilchus of Asatuma Perik Yud says, a person never gets a din of a shlishi latuma. So if he goes to the mikvah, the only thing that can happen is that it gets rid of his tuma entirely. So he says that's the teret satoises kasha. When Reik of a guy touches a person, that person midrabana becomes a rishin. So by going to the mikvah, he's brought down to a sheni and he needs hair of shemesh. Masha'en kain and oinen and a mechuzik after he brings his karbanas, midrabanan have a din of a sheni. So by going to the mikvah, they are essentially getting rid of their tumah. Because it's impossible for a person to become a shlishi. Now this special din that an oinen and mechuzik require tvila l'kadshim. Does that mean only l'achilas kadshim? Or does it also mean l'negias kadshim? Before he touching kadshim, he needs to go to the mikvah. So Rashi over here, in Dibra Masl Tzrich and Tevila, says Beferish that the halacha is L'inyin Achilas Kodshim. L'archa Shehevi Karboni Imratza Lechol Kodesh, he needs Tevila. Explains the Turi Evan, why is it that Rashi explains that we're only talking L'gabi Achila and not L'gabi Nagiya? So he says because the Mashmos of the Mishnah is that Oinin and Mechusa Kippurim are both the same. Now the Gemara in Zvachim and Tzadik Dalid says Beferish that an Oinin is allowed to touch Kodshim. So therefore, it has to be that the din tevila for an oinin is only le'inyan achila. We're talking, of course, after the aninus is over, because during the time that the aninus is still kayim, while he's still an oinin, then it's also for him to eat kachim. But after this man of the aninus is finished, the Gemara says over there that the Rabbanan did not make a maila le'inyan negia. And the reason is very simple. Because during the aninus itself, the only thing that's aser is achila. They never asered an oinin to touch kachim during his aninus. And since, like we said, the mashmos is that it's the same takana, oinen and mechusar kipurim, so mechusar kipurim, they also did not aser him to touch kachim before he does tvila. it's only an iser achila. So both Rashi and the Ramam seem to be of the opinion that the special milo that they made, both for oinen and mechusar kipurim, after he already brought his karbonis, was only alocha legabe achilas kachim, not legabe negias kachim. Kachim, it's totally mutter for him to touch. The problem, however, is that in the Pirish of Mishnayisla Rambam, he says that only an oinin is mutter to touch, but Muchusiki Purim, it's usr. And not only does that contradict what the Rambam says in Hukhzavazatum that we mentioned, it's also problematic as far as the Mishnah is concerned, because the Mishnah sounds like they have the same din. Says the Turi Evan that when the Rambam says that it's usr for Muchusiki Purim to touch, he's talking about before he brings his kapara. But after he brings his kapara, it's totally mutter for him to touch Kachim. Now, how could that be true? We just explained that the reason why an oinen has no iser to touch kachim after he brings his kapara is because before he brought the kapara, he only had an iser achila. So, if you tell me that a mechusiki purim before he brings the kapara is not allowed to touch kachim, then why after he brings his kapara is it mutter for him to touch? So, the Shari Chagiga explains that even before he brings his karbanis, 
He has no iser, even according to the Rambam, to touch Kachim midairaisa. It's only a dinder abbanan, and that's why after bringing the karbanis, they didn't make the maila to aser him to do negia to touch kachim because there's no iser dairaisa prior to bringing the karbanis. Al kopanim we have shitas Rambam and Rashi that after bringing the karbanis, the din of our Mishnah that says you have to be toivel is only halacha legabe achilas kachim and not legabe negias kachim. Now the problem is that the Rambam seems to be soicer himself because in Hilchas Mitami Mishkov Moshe Perakei Alocha Dalid the Rambam says by a ledes that she also needs Tevila Acheres Besoif Vachikach Tiga Bekoidish which the Rivet over there understands to mean that after she brings her Karbonis the Rambam is being Mechadish that she needs to be Toivel Leinyan Negia. So why the Gabi Ayeledes with the Rambam Paskin differently? Another question is the Rishash's question. He asks from the Gemara in Yivamistaf Ayin Dalarim Abayz that brings the Pasik of Asher Yiga B'chol Tamei to learn that a Mechusik Yipurim is Aser B'negiya Midda And we just said that the Torah understands B'dasa Rambam that there is no Iser Negiya Midda which is why after bringing the Karbanis, there's no Milo. The Rabbana didn't make a requirement to be Toivel before Negiyas Kachim. Like the Torah even explained, that it's all dependent on what the Halacha is prior to bringing the Karbanis. So we have two questions. Number one, the Ramah Mesoyser himself in one place. He tells us that it's only an Isra Achila after the Mechus brings his Karbanis, not an Isra Negiyah. And yet in Hilchis Metavah Meshkub Moshev, he tells that a Yeledes must be Toiveles before she actually touches Kachim. And the other question is that the whole assumption that after bringing the Karbanis, there is no Isra Negiyah by Mechus Kippurim is predicated on the theory that prior to bringing the Karbanis, there is no Isra Dairais to touch Kachim. Yet the Gemara in Yevamis says Lahedya that there is an Isra to touch Kachim Midairais before bringing the Karbanis. So the Teretz really is that one question answers the other, except that we're going to need it to be Mazber the Chilik, meaning to say that by every Mechus Kippurim aside from Yeledes, there is no Isra Midairaisa prior to bringing the Karbanis to touch Kachim. And that's why after bringing the Karbanis, the Ramam Shita is that there was no Milo. The Rabbanan didn't say that you're Mechuyiv to be Toivo before touching Kachim. They only made the halacha that you can't be Oichel Kachim until you do Tvila. Because as the Torah Evan explains, one is Tali on the other. Masha'en came by Eledes, there is an Isser to touch Kachim before bringing the Karbanis. As is Mavur in the Gemara the Rashash brings in Yevamistaf Ayan Dalarabes, that's talking about Yeledes. And since there's an Isser to touch Kachim before the Karbonis are brought, they made a special Mila after the Karbonis and said that you have to do Tefillah even before you touch the Kachim. So that would answer both the Stira in the Rambam, that one place he says that Omachusr Kippurim is allowed to touch Kachim without Tevila. And Gabi Ledes, the Rambam Paskins, that she needs to be Tevelet before touching Kachim, because there's a chil between Ledes and all the Mechusik Yipurim. And that answers the Kashtar Rishash is asking from the Gemara and Yevamis, because that's only going by Ledes. Now the question though is, why in the world should there be a difference between Ledes and all other Mechusik Kapara? So the Shara explains as follows. There is a very important Yesoyin that can be found in the Chedushe Moran Riz Levi in Hilchus Para Aduma, B'Shem, his father of Chaim. And this gets down into the Oymek of the Din of Merchuser Kippurim. There is a Gemara in Zvachim, Daf Yudzayin Webeiz, where there's a Machloikis, whether Merchuser Kippurim dezav kezavu or not. Rashi explains that the, there are two nafkeminas from the Gemara's question. Number one, a Merchuser Kippurim who ate Kachim, is he Chayiv Karis or not? According to the Mandiyamar, that he is Kizav, then he would be Chayiv Karis. According to the other Mandiyamar, his Tumah is weaker and therefore he is not Chayiv Karis. 
The other nafkamina is a mechusik yipurim who touched kachim. What level of tumah does those kachim have? Whether or not there's an iser da'iraisa for him to touch kachim or not, we know that he passels kachim. And the question is, does that have the same level of tumah as if a zav gummer would have touched it? Which means that it would become a rishon l'tumah, and they could be metamah other things. Or does he just have the ability to passel the kachim? And Reb Chaim explains that the actual suffix of the Gemara is whether a Muchusar Kippurim is actually called Tame. Is he Tame Gomer? It's just that his Tumah is not Negea Truma or Chulin, it's only Negea Kachim, but the din that he has on him is called Tumah, or is it only a Psul HaGuf? Just like an Aurel is not allowed to eat Kachim, so too a Muchusar Kippurim is not allowed to eat Kachim. One very basic nafkamina says Reb Chaim, is, would it be Asr for the Muchusar Kippurim to enter the Beis HaMikdosh? If all he has is a psula guf that doesn't allow him to eat kachim, then he's allowed to go into the Beis HaMikdash, because he's not tame be'etzem. But if it's a din tuma that he has, then a tame is not allowed to go into the Beis HaMikdash. Now, as is Mavur in the sugya over there, in Zvachim Yudzayin Beis, in the way Rashi explains the sugya, the Gemara's whole suffix is only Lagabe Yazav and Mitzorah, not Ayaledes. All three are Mechusik Kippurim, but only Yazav and Mitzorah does the Gemara have a suffix if they have a din like a Tomei Gomer, or they're only a Din Psul. And the reason for this is because the Mechuzah Kippurim Dei'eledes is actually referred to by the Torah as being Tomei, as we saw from the Rishash's Gemara in Yavam Mustafa'in Dalarama Beis. There the Gemara would never have a suffix whether the gather of the Tuma that she has is a Din Tuma Mamish, or it's only a Psul Aguf. It's Pashit that she has a Din Tuma Mamish. Now the Rambam's psak is like the Mandiyamar that Mechusik Kippurim deserve his lav kizov. As one can see from the Rambam in Hilchus Bias Mikdash, Perigimel, Halacha Tes. Over there the Rambam paskins that if he goes into the Beis HaMikdash, he doesn't get Malkus. And like we said before, Reb Chaim explains that going into the Beis HaMikdash is another nafkamina from the Shaila as to whether Mechusik Kippurim deserve is kizov or lav kizov. Is he a Tomei and therefore he's Chai of Malkus if he goes into the Beis HaMikdash? Or is he not Tomei, just as a Psulaguf, and a Psulaguf is only Negea Achilles Kodshim. Says the Shari Chagiga, another nafkamina aside from going into the Beis HaMikdash, is Negea. Of Kachim. And that's why the Rambam's psak is that all other Mechusar Kippurim, aside from Yeledes, have no Isser Negiyah Midairaisa, as we said earlier, because the din of touching Kachim would be the same as going to the base of Mikdash. It's dependent on being Tomei Gomer. There is no din Toma on Mechusar Kippurim, aside from Yeledes. But by Yeledes, the Rambam says, Yeroyali, that she is Usser even Benegiyah, because she's called Tomei Legamri. So we now we understand why the Ramam is mechalik between Yeledes and everybody else. A Yeledes is considered Tamea Gemura. The Gemara in Yevamistaf Ayindal Rambez is limited to a Yeledes. Everybody else is not considered Tamei even prior to bringing the Karbanis. And since prior to bringing the Karbanis are not considered Tamei, and that's an Afkamina Legabe going into the base of Mikdash, and Legabe, the, the question is whether you get Malkus for touching Kachim. We understand also that therefore after the Kapara is brought, you don't have to be Toivel in order to touch Kachim. There's only a Din of Tevila in order to eat Kachim. The Gemara brings down to Hezbeirim why you're not allowed to be toivel l'koidesh a kli b'seich kli. The first Hezber, Rav Ila, is mepnei shekvedesh al kli choitzitz. The weight of the kli that's resting on top of the outer kli is going to be choitzitz and it will render the tevila a tevila psula because it's not going to go on the whole kli. 
In the Sefer Chelkas Yoyev, Chelik Aleph, Erechaim, Simon Gimel, he asks that why don't we say the rule of Min B'minoi Ene Choytzitz? Since what's being Choytzitz between the water and the outer Kli is the inner Kli, so it's the same Min, the Klal is Min B'minoi Ene Choytzitz, so why over here don't we say that? Answers the Chelkas Yoyev that the dinner of Min B'minoi Ene Choytzitz does not help by Tevila. Because he says, by Tevila, you need the water to be touching his entire guf, or the entire guf of the Kli. And since you do not have water touching that part of the outer Kli, the Tevila is no good. And essentially what he's saying is that there are two types of Chatzitza. We mentioned this Yisoyed in this series, in the end of Perek Tabad Nishchat, and we'll illustrate the Yisoyed with the following example. The Beis Yosef asks Akasha in Simen Kuf Ches in Yeridea, the Rambam Paskins in Perek Beis Hilches Mikvois, that if a person has dam on their busser, on their skin, even if it's lach, dam she nisrach bebusser is choitzitz. So if the person goes to the mikveh, then the tevila is no good. Asks the Beis Yosef, Akasha from the Gemara in Perk Kolapsulim in Zvachim, in the end of Perk Tom Nishchat in, in Psachim, the Gemara says, Shvachu levnei Aaron, sheyehalchu ad arkvoiseim bedam. That the Bnei Aaron, during the Hakrov of the Karben Pesach, there was a lot of dam all over the Ritzvah, the Azara, and they would actually walk up until their knees in blood. The Gemara asks, Vahavi Chatzitza, it's a Chatzitza between their feet and the Ritzvah of the Azara. The Gemara says, Lachu, Vilei Havi Chatzitza. Since the dam was Lach, it's not a Chatzitza. So ask the Beis Yosef on the Rambam. How could the Rambam say that Dam Shenisrach Bibosser, if it's Lach, it's Choytzitz, from the Gemara over there you see that since it's Lach, it's not Choytzitz. The answer is that there are two things that a Chatzitza can accomplish. When there's something being Choytzitz between the Kayin and the Ritzvah of the Azara, the problem is that the person is considered like he's not standing on the Ritzvah. And there's a halacha in the avoid that you have to be standing on the Ritzvah. Legabe that din, the Gemara says that a lach is not choitzitz. The reason is very simple. A lach is insignificant. It's not considered like the person is standing in a different place. He's still standing on the Ritzvah of the Azara. The fact that there's a dover lach in between his foot and the Ritzvah doesn't mean that he's not standing al ha-Ritzvah. Masha'en came. When a person goes into the mikvah, it says, It's not enough that the person has entered the water. We need there to be contact between his basar and the mayim. If there's any chatzitza between his skin and the mayim, then that part of his skin was not nirchatz b'mayim. So we need contact. Whenever you need contact, it doesn't make a difference that it's a dover lach being chatzitz. The bottom line is that you didn't have the contact. So by the Ritzvah, we don't have a necessity for there to be contact between the person's skin and the Ritzvah of the Azara. As long as the Amida of the Kayin is on the Ritzvah, then the Avoida is Kshayra. One very nice raya to this is Toisvis in Zvachim Dav Chavdalit. Over there, the halachi is that if a person is standing on top of a Kli, so it's considered like he's not standing on the Ritzvah, he's standing on the Kli and the Avoida is no good. What happens if he's standing on Ragloi Shel Chaveiroi? The Mishnah says it's also no good. Asks Toysfis, well, why? Min b'mina ene choitzitz. Ragloi Chaveiroi is considered the same min. Toysfis says, ene chanami. The reason why the avoid is no good is not because there's something being choitzitz, because min b'mina ene choitzitz. Rather, because it's not derech sheiris b'kach. It's not the normal way to do the avoid. 
So you see from Toysfis that Legabi the din of standing on the ritzvah of the Azara, Be'etzem the din of Min Bemina and Choytzis should exist. And that makes sense according to what we just said, because just like the din of Lach is not Choytzis on the ritzvah of the Azara, because we do not need contact between the person's skin and the ritzvah of the Azara. We just need that his Makam Amida should be the ritzvah of Azara. So too, min bimino, it won't be chaitzitz, legabi the din of standing on the ritzitz hazara, because although when you have min bimino being chaitzitz, the person's skin is definitely not considered touching the ritzitz hazara, there is no contact between his foot and the ritzitz hazara, but it doesn't make a difference because the rule of min bimino, ain't a chaitzitz, says that a different min can't make it be considered like you're in a different place. We only say that you're considered in a different place if there's a foreign object underneath your foot. If there's just another foot underneath your foot, it's not considered like you're in a different place. And that is an arichas in the sugi of mimimim ene choitzitz. Al kol panim, we now understand what the chelkas yoyev is saying. Although usually we say the din of mimimim ene choitzitz, that's only in the type of chatzitza where you don't need actual contact. Masha'en came by a mikvah, we explained, that a dover lach would be choitzitz, and that's because you need contact. There has to be contact between the water and the thing that's being in nitba. Therefore, says the Chalkas Yoyev, the inner kli is being chaitzitz between the outer kli and the water, and the tevila is no good, even though it's min bimino. The Gemara asks on Rav Ila's Hezber that the reason why kli b'seh kli is no good l'kodesh is because of the inyan of chatzitza. The Gemara says, chatzitza, we see that another part of the Mishnah also discusses something that's no good legabi kodesh, but it's okay legabi other things like truma, and that is that legabi truma you do not have to untie knots by kodesh matir umenagev umakbil. You mechuyev to untie the knot before you put it into the mikvah. The Gemara answers that according to Rav Ila, both the Resha and the Seifa are mishum chatzitza. It's just that we need to tell you both chedushim. Because if we would only say the din of kli kli, then I would say that the reason why there's a chitzitza there is because of the weight of the inner kli. But when it comes to a knot, there's not as much of a chitzitza. And if we would only say the sefer, then I would say that legabe kodesh were machmir by a knot because there's a chance for the knot to get tighter inside the water. Mashenkin, the reisha, the water, if anything, will get rid of the chitzitza because the derech of water is to cause things to float. And that's how Rashi explains the Tzrichasa, the Kitcher Bemaya Aduke Mehadik. If we would only say the Seifa, then I would say that the knot gets tighter in the water. As Rashi explains, the Korevu Liyais Chaitzitz. There's a stronger Chashash that it's going to be Chaitzitz. Explains the Siach Yitzchak that obviously, according to Rashi, we're talking about a knot that's not yet tight. At the time that you put it into the mikvah, water could get in. It's just that there's a chashash that it's going to get tight in the mikvah, and that chashash is something that we take into account, legabe kodesh, since we're more machmer, and we don't have to take it into account, legabe truma, because it's a far out chashash. Now there is an alternative pshat to Rashi's pshat, and this is suggested by the Sikh Yitzchak over here. He says we could learn that we're talking about, even if it's a very tight knot, You'll ask, if it's a tight knot, then why legabe truma should we be makel? There's a chitzitza. He says, because there is a category of a kesher which doesn't need to be untied. And that is a kesher shal kayama de'enei osit lahatiroi. Such a kesher, since it's a permanent knot, you don't need the water to penetrate the inside of the knot. He brings the Mishnah in Tyrus Perik Yud that mentions such a knot. So that would be the reason why by Truma, you're not mechuyiv to be matir. But by Kodesh, they made a special maila and they said even such a knot, you're mechuyiv to be matir. 
Sikh Yitzchak mentions that from the Rambam, both in Pirsh Mishnayas and his Chidushim, explains our Mishnah to be talking about a kli that is constructed by boards, like a bed, and the way that you keep it together is through ropes. He says that definitely sounds like this pshat, that we're talking about a kesher shal kayama. And even so, you're mechuyiv to be matir. He says, of course, certainly kol shekein, if it's a kesher she'ene shal kayama, even if it is a weaker kesher, you would have to be matir it because of the chashash, that it's going to be tightened in the water. And the mashmos of the Rishalmi says the Siyach Yitzchak, is very much mashma like this. Because the Rishalmi says, shebekoidesh matir es hachutim uminagev es hanikovim. He says, according to Rashi, we're talking about a beged tummy. So what type of nekavim are we referring to? According to the Rambam, it makes sense because you have boards that have nekavim in them. So that's the support for the Shitsa Rambam. Mimele says the Mishnah, according to the Rambam, is talking about bain bekesher muhudak ma'oid, an extremely tight knot, but it's a kesher shalkayama. And bain, if it's a kesher that's not a kesher shalkayama, but it's a weak knot. Of course, the words of the Gemara that say that the reason why by Kodesh we require undoing it is because Kitcher Bemaya Haduke Medic, that it gets tighter in the water, that can only be in the second scenario. But he says that in that category of a Kesher Shel Kayama, they only require you to untie the Kesher if it was like the scenario that the Ramam said, which is a Kli. Because if you just had a Beged that has a knot that's tied and you never plan on undoing that knot, it's not mashba that they required the untying of that knot. The only requirement they made in such a knot was in order to be menagev asanikavim, like we said. So the Sikh Yitzchak asks in the Rambam, how come the Rambam does not mention the second category that we explained that he has to agree to? Category number one is the one that Rambam mentions, which is a kli, like a bed that's kept together with ropes, and it has a kesha shakayama. That, it says in Yerushalmi. But like we just saw from the Bavli, that has the chashash, that the knot is going to get tighter in the water, that the Ram has to agree to the scenario in which the kesher is weaker when it's not a kesher shal kayama. Why doesn't he mention that case? It's mukher from the sugya that this is also a chiyav by kodesh. So he therefore says that by the type of kli that's mentioned in the Rambam, like a bed that's kept together using rope, there are really two chashashes. Because aside from the possible shamnunis, there may be lichloch that's underneath the rope. And that's why the Rambam says you have to be menagev the nekavim, because maybe there's something in there that's acting as a chitzitza. There's also the problem that sometimes those holes, when you originally made the knot, you made it in a way that it is a weaker knot, and you have more flexibility as far as the boards are concerned. Once it goes into the water, the rope itself expands, it gets fatter. And that's what it means that the kitra b'maya aduke medic, it gets tighter because now the rope fills the entire hole. So whereas previously the water was able to get into certain places, now it can't because the, the rope got bigger. So that's how the Rambam understood our Gemara. We're talking about the Kesher Shakayama. We're talking about the type of rope and knot that's used when you keep together a bed. But in that scenario itself, there are cases in which originally water was capable of getting to a certain place. And now after going into the water, the rope expands and now the water can't get to that place. So it comes out according to his Maskana, the Rambam does not agree to the Chshash that Rashi learns in the Sugya. The whole heck to say that the Rambam agrees to that category as well was because Lashon of the Gemara, the Ketcher B'maya Duke Mahadik. So that was mashma that you didn't have a permanent knot. It was a knot that was weaker. According to the maskana of the Siyach Yitzchik, though, there's no such hechrik because we could say that Kitra 
Bemaya aduke mahadik refers to the expansion of the rope filling up spaces that originally were accessible to the water, but not that you did not tie it in a strong way originally. You always tie these ropes in a strong way because that's what keeps the bed together. The aduke medic refers to the expansion of the rope causing that places where originally the water could have gotten to now are not accessible to that water. Other Achorinim, however, learn differently to Mimiyash of Sarambam from the Lashon of the Gemara of Kitcher B'maya Aduke Mahadik. Since they're aware that according to the Rambam, we're talking about a permanent knot, so they have this kasha, what does it mean, the Kitcher B'maya Aduke Mahadik, says the Merami Sada from the Nitziv, that we don't mean that it gets tighter in the water. The point of Kitcher B'maya Aduke Mahadik means that the knot in the water remains tight. Don't think that it gets looser when you put it into the water. The Bach actually takes out the word Bimaya. And all the Gemara is saying is, Kitra aduke mehadik, that the knot is a tight thing and therefore we're chayshish and, and we tell you to undo it. The Gemara says that Rav Ila is letame. Damar Rav Ila, Amar Rav Chanina bar Papa, Eser mayla shanukan chomish rishonis, bein l'koydish, bein l'chulun shenasu al taras ha-koydish. And Achroinis Likoidish Avaloy Luchulun Shinasal Tarasakoidish. Rav Ila is the one who said, in the name of Rav Chanina Bar Papa, that there are ten milas listed in the Mishnah. The first five of the list were said both Legabi Koidish and Chulun Shinasal Tarasakoidish, and the last five were said only Legabi Koidish and not Legabi Chulun Shinasal Tarasakoidish. What the Gemara means to be Medayik is that according to Rav Ila, you could say there are ten. When you look at the Mishnah, you see eleven. But since according to Rav Ila, these two are both Mishum Chatzitza, so it's considered ten. Now, why is it that the first five were said, Bain Legabi Kodesh, Bain Legabi Chul Shinasal Tarsa Kodesh, as opposed to the last five? The Gemara explains that Chamish Kamaisa, the Islahu Durora, the Tuma, Midairaisa, Gazubur Abon, Bain Lekodesh, Bain Lechul Shinasal Tarsa Kodesh. What does that mean? Durora de Tuma Dairaisa. So Rashi explains, Durora de Tuma Dairaisa means Chashash Tuma Dairaisa. He explains that the first five have within them some sort of chashash of Tomei Raisa. Chatzitza, Rashi says, is very easy. If there is a chatzitza, then there is Tomei Raisa because the tefillah is no good. What about the din of Achurayim v'toich? There we're talking about Kalim, that the back of the Kli, the Achurayim, was Nitma b'mashkin, which is only a Tomei Rabbana. However, says Rashi that the reason why they were Mesakin, the din, of mashkin being mitame, the back of a kli, is because of exeira mishum mashke zavizava, which is an avatuma, and that's mitame a kli midairaisa. Rashi points out that the tuma dairaisa that there is when the mashkin of a zava or a zava touches a kli can only be mitame the outside of the kli by a kli shetef. A kli cheres is only mitame mitoichoi. The outside of the kli, you cannot be mitame a kli cheres. Yeah, it has to go inside the kli to be mitame. But a klishet, if it's not a klicheres, then you could be metame the kli by touching the back of the kli as well. Now, the Rambam, in Hilchashara Vesetuma, Perek Zayin Halacha Gimel, says that the Gzeir Drabonan, that mashkin or metame the outside of a kli, is true, bein beklishetef and bein beklicheres. And the Ravid asks on him, how could that be? The tuma of the outside of the kli is only by klisheta because by a kli cheres, there's no makam to make exera because even tuma dairaisa cannot be metame or kli cheres migabai from the outside. You need to put it inside the kli. So it's possible that the Ramam holds that it's a loy plug. Once they decided to metame 
the achurayim of a kli, they made it universal, which still is very strange because the Torah didn't make things universal when it came to the difference between a kli shetav and a kli cheres. Now, Kol Panim, the Siach Yitzchak, points out that when our Gemara says that achurayim v'toichet has durora de tumadai raisa, makes sense according to Rashi and the Ravid because every case of tumas achurayim has a durora de tumah because there's a chashash tumadai raisa since we're making it a gzera up to the case of mashkin shelzav, which has have the capacity of Mitami the, the Kli from the outside, but that's only true by a Kli Shetef and not by a Kli Cheres. According to the Rambam, what do we mean that it has a drawer of the Tumadai Raisa? It only has a drawer of the Tumadai Raisa by a Kli Shetef, by a Kli Cheres. It certainly there's no drawer of the Tumadai Raisa. So you could be Madchik, he says, that even if the Gzera was extended to a Kli Cheres, but since it started off as a Gzera by a Kli Shetef, Otto, Tumadai Raisa, that's still called drawer of the Tumadai Raisa. However, when you see the girs of the Rebbein Hananel, which in most cases the Rambam goes with, the Rebbein Hananel was one of the Rebbeim of the Rambam, then you realize that the Kasha doesn't begin. Because the Rebbein Hananel was girs in the Gemara, the Islahu Durara de Tuma. He doesn't say Durara de Tuma de Raisa. What does it mean, the Islahu Durara de Tuma? He learns that these five things in the beginning of the Mishnah are things that the Tumah was already Chal, and the issue is to get rid of the Tumah. In those cases, since there's already Tumah there, and we're trying to get rid of Tumah, there were geyser, even Mechul and Shinasal Tarsa Kodesh. Masha'en Kain, by things that the Tumah was not yet Chal, they weren't geyser by Mechul and Shinasal Tarsa Kodesh. Lefizeh, it makes no difference if it's a Klishetef or a Klicheres, even though it's not based on a Tumah Raisa, but we're not talking about Tumah Raisa, it's Jura de Tumah, it's something that already has Tumah. Toysvis in Dibramaskal Basraisa, Asa Kasha, Bashem Duri. The Gemara Nida on Davov Medalif is discussing the din of Tumas Me'es Ace. That means that Anida, as soon as she sees Dam, were a Choshesh for a 24 hour period preceding that time, that any Tyrus that she touched during that 24 hour period are Tmeis, because we're Choshesh that the Dam really left the Makar inside the Isha sometime before it actually came out. Now there is one Lush in the Gemara over there. That the whole din of Tumas Me'es Le'es by Nida is only Legabi Kodesh, but not Legabi Truma. So the Gemara asks, if it's only Negea Kodesh and not Legabi Truma, then it should be included in our Mishnah. Because our Mishnah is also dealing with things that are only Kodesh and not Truma. The Gemara answers that since it doesn't have a Durora de Tuma, we therefore don't include it in our Mishnah. Asks Toysfis, but we just learned that even things that don't have a Durora de Tuma, like the last five things in the list in our Mishnah, are also included. Toysfis explains that over there, Nida, it's less like Durora de Tuma Klal, Afilumidrabona, which means that we have three levels. The first five are Durora de Tuma de Raiso or Durora de Tuma. The second five are less Lehu Durora de Tuma either the Raisa or Drara de Tuma, and the case in Nida doesn't have a Drara de Tuma at all. So it doesn't belong in either of the two halves of our Mishnah. Now obviously this needs explanation. What does it mean that it's less like Drara de Tuma Klal? What makes it different than the things in the second half of the Mishnah? I mean, after all, it comes from a chashash. That's a legitimate chashash. Maybe the dam left her makar earlier. So perhaps we can be masber based on the ritva in Nida and Dav Beza Medalef, and he reiterates this later on Dav Vav Medalef. He explains that the difference between Lesle Drora de Tuma Klal and Lesle Drora de Tuma of the Mishnah is that at least in our Mishnah, even in the latter half, where there's no Drora de Tuma de Raisa, whatever Tuma there is, is there. It's there now in front of us, and the din that they instituted was a chashash 
that that tumor was going to be metamakotchim. So it was a harchaka for existing tumor, not to be metamakotchim. So whenever there is some sort of tumor around that is on some level, islay drar the tumor. Masha'enke the tumor me islays that were metame the isha backwards. At the time that she was Isaac in that kachim a couple of hours ago, there was not yet any tumor. The tumor only came on her now because up until that point she has a cheskas tyra. So we're not trying to make a harchaka from already existing tumor that it shouldn't be metame something. It's a chash that perhaps there was tumor when you have. A scenario in which we don't know about existing Tumor, and we're being choshish that perhaps there was the existence of Tumor, there's less lejrara de Tumor klal. There's no drara de Tumor in front of us that we could speak about. Now, one of the things that's mentioned in the Mishnah, as part of the second half of the list, is the din revi b'kodesh posel v'hashlishi b'truma. The special thing that Kodesh has an added level called revi b'kodesh. Now, according to the Gemara, we say that the second half of the list in the Mishnah is not Well, if you remember, we saw back there on Davchaf that there are really three shitas, three shitas atanoim in the Mishnah and Taris, what the din of Chulun Shinas al Tarasakoidish is. Of course, there's one Mandiyamar who says that it's like Chulun. There's another Mandiyamar who says that it has a full din Kodesh. And then there's a Lezareb Tzadik who holds that it has a din of Truma. So it comes out that our Mishnah, which says that there's a special Mila called Revi B'Kodesh, which the Gemara explains to be something which is only Negea Kodesh and not Chulun Shinas al Tarasakoidish, is going dafka like a Rolazar of Tzaddik who holds that Chulun Shenasa Altarasa Kodesh has a din of Truma. Take a look at the Chazanish in Tyrus, Simon Bey's Ois Ches. The Gemara brings down the sheet of Rava. Rava says that Since we find that the Mishnah later on refers to things that are possible because of the issue of Chatzitza, so that's a simon that the din of Kli has got nothing to do with Chatzitza. So why is Kli Kli not good L'Kodesh? Says Rava, because of Gzeira, Shalayatbil Machtavitzi Noirois, Bekli She'ein Bepiv, Kishveferes Hanoit. If we allow a person to be toivel a kli b'seich kli, then we're worried that he's going to end up being toivel these small objects inside a kli, which has a very small opening. And in such a case, the tvila of things that are in the inside of the kli is no good because the mayim that's inside the kli is not considered as if it's connected to the mikvah that's outside the kli, since the opening is too small. As the Gemara then goes and brings a raya from the Mishnah Mikvois, that in order for there to be considered a connection between waters of a mikvah, you need an opening Hanoi. Now the Torah Evan over here asks a fascinating question. He says, in the Gemara later, it's Mavur, that in the event that the outer kli is tame, then the tvila does help, for the inner Kli, even when the opening of the outer Kli is not Kishvei Feres And that's because of a principle called Migu. Since the Tvila helps for the outer Kli, it helps for the inner Kli as well. Asks the Turi Evan that technically speaking, this will always be the case. The outer Kli will always become Tameh. Because he makes the following Cheshben. Suppose that you have two Kalim, the outer Kli is not Tameh, and it doesn't have the opening Kishvei Feres You then put Machtavitzinorius inside that Kli, and we know that the Machtavitzinoris do not become Tahar. So you have Tame Machtavitzinoris inside the Kli, that is inside the water, that's not considered connected to the Mikveh outside the Kli. What happens to the water that touches those Machtavitzinoris that are Tame? Midindra Banan, the halacha is that any Mashkin that touch that Kli, 
Meaning the Machta Vitzinoiris becomes Tame. Because of the din of Kalapoistel, the Trumum Tame Mashkin Lias Trila. So that water that's inside the outer Kli is now Tame as a Rishin Latuma. What's the halacha of water that's a Rishin Latuma that now goes and touches the outer Kli? It automatically, Midrabbanan, is Metame the outer Kli. Well, now the outer Kli is Tame. If it's Tame, then the Tvila should help and be Metire the Kalim that are on the inside. That is the Turi Evans Kasha. Answers the Turi Evan. That since the tumma of the Machtavitzinoiris is a tumma Raisa, and the tumma that we just explained that the outer Kli becomes Tommy with is only a tumma Drabonan, it came based on those Mashkin, Mashkin Raisa, can't be Metama Kli. So we don't say the Svara of Migu. The Svara of Migu is only where the outer Kli is Tommy Midaraisa, just like the inner Kli. However, he says, it comes out that if the Machtavitzinoiris were only Tommy with Tumma then the Tvila should always help. The Chazanish in Machshirin, in the end of Simon Aleph, offers a very interesting teret to the Turi Evans Kasha. He says that it may be true that in Halacha, as far as being considered attached to the mikvah, Le'enyan being mitaher, the Machtavitzinoiris, this water that's inside, the outer Kli, is not considered attached to the mikvah. That may be true. However, says the Chazanish, that doesn't mean that Legabe all dinim, it's considered detached from the mikvah. Legabe, it's koyach to be mitayr, it's considered detached from the mikvah. But Legabe the din, that water that's attached to a river or any mukhubar body of water, doesn't have the koyach to be mekabal tumah. That's the din. That water that is part of a mikvah, water that's mukhubar, is not mekabal tumah. He says, that anything that's attached, even if it's not Keshveferes Hanoid, but there is an attachment to a mikvah or to a river, it cannot be Mekabal Tumah. That's still considered Mechubar. It loses the connection to the mikvah, Le'inyan being Metaher, but not Le'inyan, its inability to be Mekabal Tumah. And therefore, the Kasha doesn't start. Because the whole Kasha was that the, the water inside the Kli should be Metami the Kli, because it was Mekabal Tumah from the Machten. He says that's not true. It wouldn't be Mekabal Tumah, and therefore, it's not going to be Metami the outer Kli. Where does the Chazanish take this aside from? Take a look in Taisvis over here, in the Ramasla of Khalala, and Taisvis is done such a tzad. The Turi Evan asks another kasha, and this can be found in Turi Evan later in Dafchav Bezimet Aleph, the Ramaschal Abashol. He says that in the Gemara Psachim, Daflamidalan Bez, it says that if you want to use water for an Isachamayim on Sukkis, and before your Makadish, this water, it was Mayim Tameim. And you did Hashaka. Hashaka is a method to be retired water by connecting it to the mikvah. So it says over there that if you did the Hashaka before you were a Mikadish, the water, the water could be used for Nisach HaMayim. It's considered Tahar. And the question is that doing Hashaka to water while it's inside a Kli is similar to the case of being Matbel Kli Besach Kli. And over there we should have a Shash that maybe you'll do Hashaka with a Kli that does not have an opening like a Shvefer Sanoid. Just like we have the Shash over here by the Kli Besach Kli. And since we're talking about Nizramayim, which is Kodesh, the din is that we have this Shash Lugabi Kodesh. So it should be no good. So the Turiyevan answers that the whole Shash of being Matbel Kli Besach Kli, that he's going to use a Kli that doesn't have an opening, a Shvefer Sanoid, is only a Shash that maybe Nama Oritz is going to do such a thing by Kodshim. So therefore they made Xero. But Nizramayim, we don't have to worry because it's brought Mishal Tzibur, it's Moser to the Kehanim, to the Shluchi Bezden, and they're all Zrizim, and they're Chaveirim, and they know the Dinim, so therefore there's no Chashash. However, the Nitziv in the Meroim Sada says that the Kasha doesn't begin because he says that the whole Din, that you need to have the opening, Kishvefer Sanoid, is only when you want to make the water inside the Kli be considered part of the Mikvah, to be Metahir. 
But Legabi the Din Hashaka, to be Metaher, the water that you're going to be using for Nisachamayim, you do not necessarily have to give it that same quality. This is similar to the test we just had from the Chazanish based on Toysvis in our Sugya, who's Mechalik between the Geder of being Mechuber Le'inyan Kabbalah's Tumah and the Geder of being Mechuber Le'inyan being part of the mikvah to be Metaher. He says, Hashaka is Midin Zriya. You don't have to make it part of the mikvah to be Metaher in order for it to become Tahar. It's tar now that it's mechuber. The same tar it actually appears in the Dvar of Ram, in Chelik Aleph, Simen Yudches Ois Hey, and in Chelik Beis, Simen Tes Vav. In fact, there are even Rishonim that take this a step further. The Rajba in the Shara Mayim, in the Shara Siri, says that the shear of Kishveferis Hanoid is something that you only need if it's a mikvah chaser and you want to be machshir the mikvah, al yudei being mechaber the water that's in the kli. But if you have a mikvah that's already kosher, and you just want to be mechaber the water that's mayim shu'uvim, to make it part of the mikvah that's kosher, you don't need the shir of Hanoid. He says since the psul of mayim shu'uvim is only drabbana, they were mako. So you see that there's a difference in terms of the chibur that you need in order to be machshir a mikvah, and the chibur that you need in order to be shaykh to a mikvah. So certainly we could say this chilek, that even if you need the shir kishifir sanoi to make it shaykh to the mikvah, that's only to make it shaykh to the mikvah in its koyach to be metahir. But to do a shaka, to make it be considered mechubur, then you don't need the shir of kishifir sanoi. Now, what exactly is the chsarin if you don't have the shir kishfer sanoid and those matun and sinorius are inside the outer kli? From Rashi, it's mashma that the problem is one of shir. Rashi's lashon is tavlu His stress on miut mayim sounds like the chsarin is that you don't have enough water. It's not our boim sa. However, in the Sefer Megadim Chadashim, he asks on Rashi that we know that the din is for Tvilas Kalim, you don't need to have our Boim Sa. It's enough if you have a Revias Midaraisa. As is Mavur in the Gemara Psachim, Daf Yudzayin Mabez. We said before that the things that are part of the first half of the Mishnah have to have a Drora, the Tumadairaisa. And he says that it would have been better for Rashi to explain that the chesaron is because ain madbilim bekelim. It has to be mechuber. A mikvah is no good if it's inside a kli. So ain chenami. As far as the shear of our boim so you don't need it. But the problem is not miut mind. The problem is that ain madbilim bekelim. You cannot conduct a tvilis kelim inside a kli. It has to be mechuber lekarka. Now lefi everything that we just learned, both the teretz of the chazanish to the kasha of the turi evan that he says the water would not be mekabel tumah because it's not considered water that is tolush. It's considered mechuber because the shir kishishveres anoid is only aloche in its koyach letaher but not in terms of its being considered tolush. And the teretz of the meremi sade and the dvar of ram to the other kasha the turi evan that how could you have hashaka? And they say that the teretz is that hashaka is considered zriya, it's considered mechuber even if legabi it's koyach to be metaher it's lacking because it's not the shir kishveres anoid. So we could say, Huadin, the Chsarin that the Megadim Chadashim is suggesting, Rashi does not want to say, because perhaps he holds it's not true. The Megadim Chadashim is suggesting that we should say that the problem is you're being toivel in a kli. The answer is, this is not called tefillah b'kli. It's still considered being mechuber. It's called tefillah b'mikvah. The only problem is that it's not considered mechuber to the mikvah le'inyan, the shear. So it's considered lacking the shear. You have been listening to the Shurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the DAF worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a DAF or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.